Are you feeling stuck in your leadership or life? Like each day is a repeat of the one before it? Is your health and well-being suffering as a result? Or maybe you're feeling like you finally have the opportunity to make the impact that you've been longing for, but want to make sure you're honing your leadership skills and focusing on your well-being so that this high will last. Either way, I'm here for you. I'm Terry Schmidt, your host and leadership mentor. I'm a corporate leader and coach turned nonprofit founder with over 20 years experience developing others toward their full potential. At Moms That Lead, we know that leadership is not about position and that moms have a unique ability to lead and inspire others in all of their circles. We're here to help you thrive so that you can make the impact you long for in your workplace, community, and family. So if you're ready to ditch mom guilt and activate your strengths, let's jump in. Hello, leading women. As we enter into March and celebrate all the women in history who have inspired us, I was inspired to do something a little bit different with today's episode. Not only was it March that inspired me to do this different thing with today's episode, but also I was feeling the sense of guilt that five episodes ago in episode 70, I promised you that I would work on sharing my story with you. So today is going to be a little bit of that. But instead of sharing my entire story with you, I want to share how one woman in my life did so much to make me the leader that I am today. And that woman was my mom. I think the best way to tell you about my mom and how she shaped the leader that I am today is to start with a little story. Now, this story is more a compilation of many stories, but hopefully it will give you an idea of who she was and why she is so impactful in the leader that I am today. So I want you to close your eyes, if it's safe, and imagine a little boy named Joey. Joey's about seven years old, entering second grade, and he's already got a reputation. The first grade teacher comes to my mom and says, he's going to be trouble. Nothing I did worked with him, and he's just going to be destined to live a life working in a fast food restaurant. But I'll tell you, by the end of that school year, my mom had Joey engaged, excited, learning, and being kind to other people. How did she do it? Did she have some great curriculum that she put him through that made him shine? No. My mom got Joey to be engaged, to be working in a positive way, simply by showing that she believed he could do it. She believed that there was value in him, and she helped him to believe that too. It wasn't just by saying it. It was by her actions. It was how she took special notice of what he liked and what he didn't like and found a way to incorporate that into each day how she respected him as much as she respected the best student in her class. She showed Joey that he had value and that he had worth simply through her everyday actions. You see, my mom was always a fan of the underdog. And I think that came from her tremendous faith. She knew that God put each person here for a reason. And her fighting for the underdog and that deep-held belief in the unique value of each person has made me the leader I am today and has given me my mission. You see, when I take the advice of our guest, Juliet Hahn, who told us to look back on the milestones and the high points in our life as part of our story, the high points in my life came when I was able to help someone else 
discover the value that was inside of them, to open their eyes to something that they hadn't seen, and to give them hope. I think back to one example when I was working as a live-in volunteer coordinator at a homeless shelter, and there was a man named Lonnie. Lonnie was suffering from cancer, but he was still living on the streets. And one night as we were all sitting down for dinner, he looked me in the eye and he said, Terry, why do you care about us so much? And I said, because I know someone else who does. He got the message. I also look back on my life as a leader in the corporate world. And perhaps one of the best pieces of feedback that I have ever gotten was when someone told me that I helped them to believe they were capable of more than they thought they were. When I started our nonprofit, Stronger to Serve, which combines volunteering with getting physically active, the main goal was to open people's eyes to the value of those who were in need in their own community and also to see the obstacles and help remove those obstacles that kept those people from being able to live in that value and use that value to make their community stronger. So for example, if you had a hungry mom who's worried about getting food to give her kids, she's not going to be spending too much time thinking about what her unique value is or being able to share that with the world. Stronger to Serve was put in place to help open up people's eyes to see the value in people who are different than them, in different situations than they were, and to also help remove those obstacles to those people expressing that value. But more than that, it was also to help those who were doing the volunteering and doing the fitness see their own value and to become healthier so that they would not have any obstacles to expressing that compassion and being that change in their communities. So similarly, why do I care about doing this podcast and working with women to identify their value, identify their strengths, but also combine that with well-being? Maybe that seems like a funny combination. But the fact is that if we are not healthy, if we are not well, if we are not focused on our career well-being, our social well-being, our physical well-being, our community well-being, and our financial well-being, if that's not all being taken care of, and we're not working on thriving in those areas, there will be obstacles to us being able to share our value with the world. And I want to do everything I can in my power to help remove those obstacles, to help women truly thrive in their leadership and in their life. And it all goes back to my mom. She believed in that value, and she knew the power that little Joey was going to have when he believed in himself and knew what his unique contribution to the world could be. So you'll continue to see from me a use of the Clifton strengths because I see that as a research-backed way to give us a language to speak to the unique value that is within each of us. And we'll continue to talk about well-being because if we are suffering or struggling as many of us are right now in the different elements of well-being, we are not going to be able to contribute to our families, to our communities, and to our workplaces in the way that we're gifted to do. Great leaders are those who help others see the value inside of them and work together and work together for positive change. But the journey starts within. You have to be on that journey to believe in and understand your own unique value and to be in a place where you can share that with others. If you're interested in working with me on that journey, continue to listen to our upcoming episodes, but also reach out at coaching 
at momsthatlead.com. And we can talk about a way that we can work together to help you to identify and mobilize the unique value that is within you to make positive changes in your family, your community, and your workplace. I'd love to work with you. I dedicate this work to both my parents, but especially in this Women's History Month, to my mom, who changed the lives of so many little boys and girls out there. As always, until next time, lead with love.